Welcome to the Sales Influence Podcast, where we talk about finding the why in how people buy. I'm your host, Victor Antonio. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for lending me those ears. Now, today I want to talk about how do you avoid sticker shock? How do you avoid sticker shocking your client or customer? See, I have a coaching client, and one of the problems they were having is that clients were saying no at the end of the sales presentation. Let me pull back a little bit, draw the picture out for you. This is a doctor's office, and typically in the doctor's office, they'd give clients pricing, or clients do research and find their own pricing. Here's a specific example. Client comes in, is looking to have a tooth replaced. Now, the person has done some research because during the first phase of the consultation, again, the person coming in to do the consultation asked a potential client or patient, how much research have you done? The patient says, well, I've looked up, you know, replacement of a tooth, it's about $1,800. Now, person says $1,800, that means they have an anchor in their head, that's $1,800. Now, the process goes forward, in other words, after the consultation, then they go to the examination. So they look at the person's mouth, the, the official dentist, the doctor comes in, looks at the patient's mouth, makes certain determinations, right, and then writes a report. The last phase in this process is where the assistant comes back and basically tells the patient, here's the recommendation. The problem is the recommendation is like $3,000, Whoa, says the patient, wait a minute, wait a minute. I had in my mind this was only going to be $1,800. Now, what happens is that the patient left without buying anything, without using the dental services. Now, let's take a, a step back and analyze what happened. During the first phase of the consultation, let's call this, say, three phases. There's consulting, doctor does the exam, and the third phase is the recommendation by the consultant. So in the first phase, when the patient first came in, the consultant asks, how much research have you done? The patient says, I've done some research and I know the replacement's gonna cost me about $1,800. Now, the consultant did not correct the patient in terms of how much it was gonna cost. In reality, the replacement tooth has two parts. There's the actual implant and then there's the actual crown that goes on top of it. Think of the implant as the screw that goes into your gum line and then the crown is the actual tooth the replicated tooth that sits above the gum line, which is what people see. Now, when the person, the patient, did the research, they only looked at the replacement, which is the actual screw that goes into the gum line. They didn't know that the second part was the crown, and that's an additional cost. Now, in the initial conversation, when the person said, the patient said, I've done research, and I know it's going to cost around $1,800, because the consultant did not correct that perception because the consultant didn't educate the patient as to what the real costs were. The patient assumed going into the exam, the second phase, that the statement of 1800, since it wasn't corrected, must be right. So then, after the exam, the consultant comes back to give the recommendation and then drops a $3,000 bombshell. Now, keep in mind, the patient's thinking it should be $1,800. The fact that the, pay, the consultant didn't correct that perception, the actual patient went through the whole process, and when they got to the end, let's call it the close, and you drop $3,000 on, that's going to be sticker shock right there. What the consultant should have done is what I've already mentioned. At the beginning, first phase, when the patient first arrived, they're having dialogue, the discovery phase, and the patient says, yes, I've done research, I know it's $1,800, 
At that point, the consultant should have said something like, now, when you say $1,800, is that include the implant and the crown or just the implant? And maybe the patient would have said, uh, I didn't know what the difference was. Well, that's a moment to educate the actual patient and reset, readjust their anchor price point of $1,800. But the consultant didn't do that. Now, there could be different reasons for why the person didn't do that. Maybe didn't want to correct the patient too early, or maybe thought if they went through the exam, they would be able to create enough value that when they gave them the $3,000 price point, eh, the patient would say, okay, but it doesn't happen that way. So what's the lesson here? The big lesson here, when we talk about finding the why in how people buy, we have to understand that part of that equation is understanding when a patient or prospect or a client comes to you Sometimes they've done some research. In many cases, they have. They understand what the price range is going to be. So from our standpoint, from a seller standpoint, we need to understand where is their set point? Where is their anchor point? And by understanding their anchor point, we'll know if they align with reality or maybe they're just totally wrong in the case of this patient who didn't understand that there were two parts of an implant, the screw and the actual crown. And it was a consultant's job to train them, but he didn't do that. And because of that, they lost a sale. So the point here is, when you're doing the discovery, understand how much research the customer's done. And in terms of pricing, let's see where they're at. And if you need to correct them, it's better to do it at the front end of the conversation than wait for them to go through the whole process, in this case, the exam and then the recommendation process, and correct their perception on the back end. Never do that, because I will always sticker shock your client. And that is it for the Sales Influence Podcast. Leave me some feedback on iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube. You know what I'm talking about. Love to hear what you think of this approach. Also, check out the Sales Velocity Academy. You know the deal. 50 courses, 500 plus videos. If you want to increase your sales velocity, go to salesvelocityacademy.com. Lastly, I want to thank you for listening. This is Victor Antonio, always reminding you, Selling ain't hard when you know how. Take care.